0: you are listening to episode 49 of the crush the rush podcast and in today's episode we're talking about how to use your story as in your personal story as the face of your brand and we're here with my friend nicoline el haddad and she's the mom of three children who lives in cape town south africa Who has scaled multiple businesses and uses her experience to help her clients reach goals and dream bigger than ever before and she does this by starting her business from her garage and then using a franchise model to help businesses explode their brand and work less while making more money which sounds pretty amazing. She loves the business world and marketing is her passion. She loves thinking outside the box and loves sharing stories and other stories of women around the world. And on top of her businesses, started a magazine, My Story, which is based on this whole concept of just sharing one another's passions. Today, she is a coach, she is a mom, and she is an amazing inspiration. And you guys are just going to love this episode about digging into your own personal story. Stop wasting time overthinking and start helping yourself and your business reach those bigger and bolder dreams. Get a pen and paper and take some notes because you're going to love this. Let's get to the show. Hi, Nicoline. Welcome to the Crush the Rush podcast. How are you today?
1: I'm good. Thank you, Holly. How are you?
0: I'm good. I'm so excited because Nicoline is joining us from Cape Town, South Africa, and her story is really amazing. And so I just want to jump right in and have you tell us um, a little bit about yourself, who you are, and how you got started.
1: Oh, thank you so much. I'm so happy to be here. I love listening to your podcast. You have such a soft, oh, thank you. natural voice. <laughs> uh, I, I usually am quite picky with who I listen to. Um, but yeah, I'm Nicoline and I'm from Cape Town and I'm a franchise and branding coach. And I've been in business, multiple uh, businesses for many years. I, I love starting up new business ideas. It comes very natural to me. So I'm quite a chatterbox when it comes to working with my clients and helping them to think bigger and bolder for their own businesses. Um, because I'm a big risk taker um, when it comes to just dreaming big. So I love allowing people to live in that space for a while where you can just imagine the probably the impossible for them. But I really believe that everything is possible. Um, But yeah, my husband and I met while we were still working on cruise liners um, like 17 years ago. Oh, wow. And um, yeah, so we met overseas. And then when we got married, we moved to South Africa. And we started a business from our garage. And we started importing products and selling them. And within like six months, we pivoted the idea to rather become a distributor instead of the one-on-one sales, which completely changed you know, the trajectory of our business and where we went. And there's a long story behind it, but we took some big leaps of faith because we had to go to this expo to kind of get our name out there. And everything you can possibly imagine went wrong in this expo. Like oh, some- no being stolen. My my rings got lost. My wedding ring got lost in the bathroom. Um, our car broke down on the very last day. So I remember sitting in the car, crying my eyes out and saying to my husband, I feel like the whole universe is against us. Like maybe we should not be doing this. And my husband's a very calm, very positive person. Um, and he was just like, no, this is just earthly stuff. You know, like this <laughs> is happening to us. This is not us. And You know, long story short, on our way back, and this happened in a major city far away from us, so it's a 14-hour drive that we had to take with our car, and we used literally every cent we had left in the bank to go to this expo. So it was either that we were going to make this work, or we were going to fail horribly, and we'll have to probably go wash cars. And I remember driving back in silence, and eventually the phone started ringing, like one after the other clients were calling us from the expo saying, oh, we'd love to work with you. And even like now, when I'm telling you, I get these goosebumps because we were literally crying in the car just in disbelief that this actually works because we fell in love with the idea of that, how this could possibly work compared to what if it doesn't work. Right. And this is really how we've looked at all of our businesses that we've started after this, because today we have about seven businesses that we have. And every time we start about something new, we say to ourselves, you know, but what if it does work? Like, just imagine this idea works. And then that's what we do. And we just kind of run with that. And um, yeah, and that's how I ended up starting my own coffee shop business a couple of years ago that I franchised. And this is what I'm coaching at the moment, because I just think everybody can sell their business <laughs> in a box, which is just absolutely, I just love talking about it. And then I realized because certain people, um, when they start a business, their hardest part is getting their message out there, their story of who they are and what they do. That is how the whole magazine came about of how I just wanted this space where I can just share women's stories from all over the world because they inspire me. I get inspired from women that say I'm a mom and then I had this idea and look at my business. And for me, it's not how big your business is or about the money or anything. I just like seeing someone's face lit up when they talk about something that they did by themselves. I think it's so beautiful. And that's what my magazine is all about. So yeah, so that's pretty much my story. Yeah, (laughs) so you
0: have several franchising business. You're a branding coach and you also have a magazine. Yeah. Plus you also have three children, right?
1: Yes, my twins just turned nine recently, a boy and a girl. And then my my little secret... sweet spot in my heart. My little boy <laughs> just turned four. <laughs> Moms are not allowed to have favorites, but ooh, oh, that's, that's awesome. We that's should great.
0: have, we should have had a whole conversation about twins and working sometime, but we'll come back <laughs> to yeah,
1: that. That is crazy. Yeah. Being a mom <laughs> is, is so beautiful and, and mixing that with your business. Oh, it's lovely. It's lovely. Yeah.
0: And I have to say, you guys obviously can't see this, but Nicoline has this amazing vision board behind her. So when oh, she it. talks about like, dreaming bigger and bolder. Like you can definitely see sort of all of her dreams behind her. Um, One of the things we wanted to talk about today was how to define your story and how to use your story as part of your brand. Um, Can you give us a couple of tips on how to define maybe what yours looks like or an example of how um, the listeners can maybe come up with theirs?
1: Yeah, one thing that I've realized is that a lot of people think in order for them to have a story, there needs to be quite something dramatic that has to have happened to them um, in order for it to stand out. But I actually believe that your story is unique and special just the way it is. And there's a purpose for that story because your story will relate to someone else somewhere in the world. So there is a big thing about that you don't need to go through a divorce or survive cancer or you know start your business from a garage. You don't have to have that story to make it relatable. People just want to know who you are as a true natural person. I think especially now online, people don't want to look at labels. They don't want to look at logos. They want to see your face and they want to hear your voice so that they can actually choose for themselves. Who is this person? Why is she doing what she's doing? And do I want to connect with her? Um, and I've learned so much in the past couple of months during COVID, both with being more online with other women, is that I would connect with women that I would generally not work with because it's maybe not relatable to me, but now I can refer them so easily to someone else because I know their story now. So I really want to like suggest to people that you must first focus on much like who are you as a person and share that with, with your audience and and tell them more about who you are and where you came from. And guide them on your story on how did you get to where you are. So whether it is the old fashioned like I hear so many women say, I, you know, I don't have anything dramatic. I'm a normal woman. I have two kids. Nothing bad happened to me." And I'm like, "You're so blessed to say that. You know, like you really need to use that story as well." But even though the, the, for me the main story part is when you got your idea and how did you move it to where you are now. And even if you're still in the starting phase of a business, you have this. Yearning in your heart to be a business owner, maybe you have this thought that you know creeps up in your sleep for you and it's telling you to do this business. That is a story, and you should start by just putting that out there that you have this feeling to do this and you have this passion for this because that connects you to people that feels exactly the same way that you do. I just think sometimes when we're on social, we like to follow major players in the game and we see that they've got all these millions of followers or they do a post and 10,000 people like it. But I always encourage my followers to make sure that you, you get, get inspired by one or two major players in the game, but rather surround yourself with people that are in the same court like you. So if you're you know, someone in the first year or two of business, make sure that about 80% of your followers or your people that's friends on Facebook, um, that they are in the same field because then you don't compare yourself with those big fish. You don't feel like you're doing something wrong. And if you share something, people are more easily to be able to relate to you because they're actually exactly where you are. And if you say, oh, I just struggled with this or, oh, my kids are driving me nuts and I'm trying to send this email list out or whatever your, your issue is for the moment, people can actually relate. And I think that's why people should stop trying to think too big or too wild and just live in the moment and see your you know, your little mess of the day, you know, whatever went wrong as an opportunity to share. I think we always wanted to be so dramatic and it, it really doesn't have to be. Like, I, I just, I don't have anything dramatic happen to me all the time. And I hire and fire people all the time. I've got massive teams that run my businesses for me. There's things that happen, but I choose what I think would be best to connect with my followers and with my clients so that they can still connect with me. If I'm if I'm too way up or my stories are not able to connect with my audience, then I feel like I'll lose them. And I want people to know that when they hear Nicole's story, that she understands what it's like because she was there. I might have been there ten years ago or five years ago, but I always want to remind myself also what it feels like to be where you are right now.
0: Yeah, I love that. And I honestly think, you know, sometimes we spend so much time thinking about content and like you know the big trend right now is teaching things and sharing things, but I will tell you the days where I'm just like, "You know I'm just gonna share like a little peek into like how I'm feeling that yeah. they tend to do the best, and they take me the least <laughs> amount of time, and I get the yeah. biggest response. So I think it goes to show that your story, either where you're at or where you were, even as simple um, as it is 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 really, really important. Mm. A lot of times, I get the question of, well, I'm stuck and like I just feel normal. Like I don't even know like how to share my story. Do you have any tips for maybe how to just get started in terms of maybe brainstorming
1: or um, just some ways that you've shared your story? Yeah, I would suggest that you you look at the crowd that you've got, like your followers or your friends, and that you actually ask them questions about um, things like what do you think you know best about me or what would you like me to share with you that you maybe don't know about me? because people will always kind of indicate what it is that they'd like to know more about you or what they even thought about you. And that could ignite something that can turn into a story. Because if someone would ask you a business question, you might be very fast to give great tips advice, but you personally would never tell yourself that you're a good you know, advisor when it comes to how to grow a business. The same with mommy tips or how to deal with stress or how to get a stain out of a blanket. You know, like, but unless you're asked Um, these questions, we don't always come up for ourselves. I think we're like the hardest judges on ourselves. And And I would allow that for you in that space to ask the question and let people ask you so that you have the platform to answer some questions and then have a cup of coffee and be super nice to yourself and say, what am I really good at? And how can I use that to build a story? Um, especially if you do feel like, oh, I have nothing really to tell. But I can guarantee you, if you are a woman and you're running a business or you're planning on running a business, you have a story. You have a reason why you want to do this. And your reason could be your story. Your big why of wanting to start this business, um, even though you have maybe not started, is already your story. And each day as you grow your business, that forms part of the story. I think a lot of times people also think that they have to that experience of five years of a business to have the story first. And it's not like that at all. I've met women that, you know, their businesses are only a few weeks old, but they've got these massive stories of how things have happened in their life, like, but normal things. And it has led them to be where they have to be right now, because I honestly believe God has a purpose with each one of us. And your little piece that you have to do makes the world a better place. And that's why I like sharing those stories. Whether you think it's great or not, I'm willing to share it.
0: (laughs) Yeah, I think that's so interesting because I remember a couple of years ago asking myself these same questions. Like I don't really have this like major story or transformation, but I did do the step that you just referenced and kept asking for feedback and people kept asking me, well, how are you balancing all the things? And it's sort of just morphed into where we are today. But yeah. asking for feedback has been a huge tip. So much so that like once a month, I have a little reminder on my calendar. That's like, make sure you ask either your clients or whatever you're showing in social media, like ask for feedback and people will tell yeah. you um, what they like think, about your I story. I
1: so scared to ask. I think we're, yeah. we're scared people will be mean maybe, but you know that happens so so few and far between that i think the amount of knowledge you can gain or the amount of love that you can actually just gain from a post like that or even if you're just reaching out to five friends that you know that you maybe work with in your online space and circle that people just want to love they want to share love they want to you know connect with with true other women across the world so I, i i really think if you are a bit scared Trasted with one or two women that, you know, that you see that always likes your things and that's always commenting and then, and then broaden it out a little bit more, but there's more love that goes around than anything else.
0: Yeah. Hey there. So I wanted to pop in really quick because I know running a business is hard and I know running a business on a limited schedule is even harder, which is why the whole crush the rush method is based on three concepts. One, you have to have a strategy so that when you are working, you're working on the right things. Two, you have to have systems so that you can save time and you can automate and duplicate where necessary. And three, you really need to know what you're doing on social media so that you're not spending all day scrolling. And after years of burnout and spinning my wheels, I have put together this method. And I'm so excited to talk to you about the brand new Crush. The Rush playbook. If you have goals that you want to meet, you feel overwhelmed because your list is too long and you really want to push harder, but you're not sure where to start. This is for you. We are going to define your strategy, come up with what you should be working on and when you should be working on it, create systems for automation and duplication so that you can save time and that your business can actually grow while you're sleeping. It does happen. And then three, we're going to really focus in on planning your social media and planning your content strategy so that you know exactly what to do and when. I can't wait to tell you guys more about the Crush the Rush playbook. But in the meantime, you're going to want to get on the wait list because it's launching soon. And if you're on the wait list, you get a lot of free bonuses and you're going to be able to save over $200. So grab the wait list. The link is in the show notes and I can't wait to tell you more. So I'm going to pivot a little bit, but I wanted to talk about your magazine because it really is stories about all kinds of women and what they've done. So can you tell us a little bit about the magazine um, and and sort of how it came about um, and what we can expect from it?
1: Yeah, uh, well, the magazine's like, I feel like it's been an idea I've had for many, many years and it's finally now been birthed out. But I've actually, it started in March and it really was a space where I realized when I have a few friends who recently started businesses that all they need is more eyeballs for their business. And if we could all get like 10 minutes with a microphone in our hand in a stadium full of millions of people, you know, what is it that you'd really say? And that and I wanted to create a space like that. And I thought that the magazine would be beautiful. It's girly. It allows people to read your story. And it, and it just allows you to say what it is that you actually do, how did you come up with this idea, why do you do it, and how do you make people feel? Because I think the feeling part is so important. It's great if you're a coach, like, for example, I'm a franchise coach, but I I, I help people feel the freedom and the success of stepping back in their business. Because usually when you come to a point where you want to make more money and you want to scale – you don't always understand that it means that you have to work less and allow other people to take over for you, which is a huge thing for a lot of entrepreneurs. Um, but I allow them to have that feeling. And I and I, we talk about the feeling a lot because you have to create it. And that's what happens in the magazine is people create these special feelings for people so that you can actually connect with a VA or a... A business coach, or you can connect to a teacher or a chef or a fitness instructor, even though you might not at all be interested in their niche, but you can feel her story and you have an appreciation for her. And my idea is to allow people to go and support these women by following them on social media and sharing their information across social media, because I believe that even if I would connect to someone that's, let's say, in the fitness industry, and I would not want to buy anything from her because I don't need maybe what she has to offer. If I share her things on my platform, maybe someone that's actually a friend with me might be able to use her service or know of other people that can. And I think sometimes people think very small here. They, they try to only share their own things or they feel, oh no, I'm not going to be able to help her. But the power that we have on social media is massive. We are able to help so many people if we literally just give ourselves that space to actually just share, just come from a place of sharing and just being love. And like some nights, I just sit on my phone and I scroll through and I just chat so much in the comments, like just giving so much love. And most of these women, I don't know intimately at all, but if I see a beautiful picture, I really, I go into the picture. I don't even sometimes read the copy that they say, but if I say something beautiful, I I really, I want to make sure she knows that I've seen it. Um, because we do, like you said, sometimes you put so much effort into a post and nobody seems to really notice right. unless you put like a silly picture of a flower and then everybody comments on that. But, but the magazine, really, I wanted to just have it. But it's grown so much. We started in March. Um, I mean, we, we're in over 40 countries at the moment with thousands of subscribers. And I just love it because I know every time I get to brag about a woman inside of it, that it's going to be read by so many eyeballs across the world. And uh, we have so many plans also for the magazine. We want to introduce a lot more features to it and a lot more active movement and video and things we'll be adding into it. Um, but yeah, for, so for now, it is just a space where I just want to share as much as I can. So I'm very open to anybody coming us uh, to us with, with their story. And we, we don't charge for anything in the magazine at the moment. So it's, it's really just a space to just share your story because I, I know that if you could have that exposure, your business could really turn. Um, to the best side of it. And you can have that opportunity to just have people hear you out.
0: Yeah, I love that. And we'll put the link to the magazine in the show notes. Um, but I will say I've noticed even in the last couple of months, just with the podcast, like being able to feature different women in different businesses. And I have a, a Facebook group that supports the podcast. And we have people sharing like that abundance mindset of mm-hmm. even if I can't help, maybe somebody else can will help you so much in your business, even though it doesn't feel like it will. Um, So I think that's a great tip as well. Uh, I wanted to end on some inspiration because I really, your wall behind you is very beautiful and she has all her kids' artwork. And all my
1: kids' art, yeah, that's
0: crazy. (laughs) Yeah, Um, so tell us what keeps you inspired and I know you're a big dreamer and a big risk taker. How do you um, keep going and keep thinking of all these amazing ideas?
1: Well, to be very honest, I actually think I have a big flaw. My husband always laughs at me, but I get bored very quickly. So for me to come up with a nice business idea and you know run with it for two or three years is great. But then after a while, I get a little bit bored because I think I, i'm I'm in the franchise mindset. so I always have a team that helps me, and eventually I step back quite easily. Um but I like the thrill of trying new things. I really see the opportunity, as a space to try. And if it doesn't work, it's okay. It really is. I, we work, work very well with our money. We try never to invest too much in anything before we actually see if it works. But for me, it's the excitement, the possibility of maybe this could work. Like I keep coming back to that, but it's, it's really like, what if this actually works? Like, And that excites me so much. So even now when I speak to my clients and I can see how and I don't do it on purpose, but they think so much smaller. And in literally like five minutes, I can create this picture for them in this dream world. And then I just say, but why if it did work? And you can yeah. see that they light up like a Christmas tree. It is so amazing. And I think that inspires me to keep going. That if I could have these conversations on a daily basis with my clients, where I just help them think bigger, believe more in themselves, and to just take more chances. And this does not have to be relatable to money at all. Sometimes it's just loving yourself more, stepping up more, speaking more about your business from your heart um, and to be really true to who you are, because I think that's how you attract the right people to you. I'm honestly, I'm not a very big woo-woo person, but I do believe in the universe. I do believe that energy attracts energy. And if you open yourself up to wanting to be surrounded by those people that hears your story to their heart, doesn't matter what you do. Um, I think that is why you need to be able to share it so you can just attract those those lovely people into your life.
0: Yeah, I love that so much. And I think that's such a great way to end the podcast. But one thing I do at the end of every episode is ask a couple questions. And if you follow okay. along, you guys know I'm a big morning routine person. So what is oh, your dear. current morning <laughs> routine?
1: <laughs> oh, dear, Holly, don't judge me. And- <laughs> My, honestly, I, just to get my kids to school on time, that is my (laughs) routine. I, I have three crazy little, little ones in the house and I love it. And we have, my husband and I are so blessed because we get to take our kids to school every single morning. We literally live like 500 meters from school, but, and that's very blessed. Um, But for us, it it, it was not to have that rush in the morning. We wake up um, quite lazy and late and we, casually get dressed and there's never a feeling like, oh, we need to rush because we used to have that. And we changed our lives not to have that. So for me, just to get my kids to school on time is all my biggest focus for the morning. And then after that, I usually make sure I always exercise. It's my biggest thing because it mentally helps me to push myself. I like endurance um, exercises as well. So I do a lot of CrossFit and that type of thing, because it's, it's kind of like what I like. Um, yeah. But then after that, I take on the day. Um, my days are very, very short, because my little one comes out at 12 already. So um, and now with COVID, it's even a little bit more tighter. Yeah. But yeah, so I, I, ha- I don't have a big day to work, but I squeeze in my times wherever I can. But yeah, morning, if everybody gets to school on time, I'm a happy mom. <laughs> I
0: love that. That is a great goal. Uh, what is one resource that has helped you the most on your journey?
1: Hmm. Yeah. Um, hmm. I love listening, listening to podcasts. That's one thing that I do on a daily basis. And I like reading as well. Last year, I actually had a um, challenge where I did two big things. I read the entire Bible in one year. I actually bought a Bible that guides you every day how much to read because it's quite a lot. And yeah. that was quite a huge experience for me. Um, and I also read 45 books throughout the year, and I've never read before that. I'm not a reader, wow. so it was a massive challenge for me. I saw it somewhere on Facebook and I thought, oh, let me try this. And and I think <laughs> it's because I was so hungry for new information and new ideas and how to share those ideas with other people. So I read inspirational books, thrillers, you know, love stories. It was it was really amazing. And I encourage anybody that's not a reader. a love for books or anything like that to just try it because it does, once you, I've realized, I think, I think I'm interrupting myself, but Mm -hmm. I I heard once that if you read a book and you don't like what you read, like you're just not connecting then put the book down. And I was kind of, I always had the belief, no, you have to finish the book. And I think that's why I didn't, like reading because I was like oh this book is so hard or the language is just not for me or whatever and then I realized but no if I'm into the first couple of pages and I just don't like it I'll just pick up another book and that's what I started doing And, and now I actually know that I like like thrillers and you know like all these love stories and there's like a lot of stuff that I like and obviously all business and inspirational books are amazing for me as well but now this year, I focus more on just, you know, sharing other people's stories. But I think that was a good inspiration for me is to do those two massive reading sessions. But on a daily basis, Holly, to be very honest with you, my husband is a big re- resource for me. We've worked together every single day since the day we got married. And I know a lot of couples cannot do that. Yeah, that's amazing. We do it so easily. Um, we actually like, he's literally the a cup half full and I'm the other half like we gel so well together and if we don't see each other throughout the day it's not a nice day so it's Uh, really to do that yeah so that's what we enjoy but he's really my rock and he will he can just look at me and then he knows that something's not right so he will come in with his you know typical man thing but trying to fix the problem quickly and then guide me onto my way because he knows that I'm quite a a sturdy person and I like to get things done. So he he reads me quite well.
0: I love it. I'm still processing 45 books. I read quite a bit. I have never hit that many in a year though. So that's a new challenge. Um, The last one is if you could have one superpower, what would it be?
1: Ooh, well, if my kids were here and we play this game all the time because we watch Avengers, we all have superpowers. I think as a mom, I I always say that my superpower would be that if you're in my presence, you lose your superpower. But that's only because uh, there's always bad guys involved and I want to save everybody. (laughs) (laughs) If I had to choose one, I think I would probably want to be able to read people's minds. And the reason for that is I think a lot of people hide so much, not just in their minds, but also in their hearts. And I think we can change the world so much if you just knew what people truly thought and truly needed um, so, that they, so that you can help them in the right way. Because we don't honestly open up to even, I think, our spouses most of the time or our family members. And I sometimes look at my children and I think to myself, I wonder what they're really thinking right now. You know, like especially kids that go to school. And I'm always worried about yeah. my kids when they hits the teens and you know all those things are still coming my way and and I think if I could read minds that you know the world would be a better place because you could really just kind of mold things in a little bit easier way and just give more love to people that you can truly see that they need that
0: yeah that's amazing and i have to say our whole goal was to talk about telling your story which we did but i feel like this was so uplifting and positive and something that everyone I hope is very excited to hear and it will inspire your day going forward. So thank you. you. Um, Tell everyone where they can find you and what you're up to.
1: Okay. Well, I'm available on uh, Instagram and Facebook and my handles are all Nicolene Alhadat coaching. And um, yeah, I'm this month I'm dedicating to connecting with women who want to learn how to sell their business in a box and find out more about franchising. I think the word franchising is so scary to a lot of people, but Um, I use that as a method to help you scale in a different way and create passive income so that you can work less. Um, And then I want to focus on sharing more women in my magazine and just exploring that venture because being able to do that has connected me with the most amazing women out there. And I know that there are millions more for me to connect with. So that's really my vision for the rest of the year, actually, is just to keep building on that.
0: I love that. Thank you so much. Thank you for joining. Thank you,
1: Holly.